Studios. Everybody, and welcome to episode 14 of our actual play tabletop podcast. I'm Matt and I play Shrimp Stomp. I'm Spook Jam and I play Galliot Delerig. I'm JoJo and I play Ninx. I'm Bianca and I play Leilathia. Hey everyone, I'm Cody and I play Thord and Stronghollow. And I am Adam, I am our game master. Well, when we last left off, it was in the middle of a terrible battle in a cemetery. A spectral, seaweed-bearded, eel-armed monster who seems to be able to fade into statues and teleport and come out of another statue has been plaguing our party. Right now, Shrimp Stomp is hiding behind a statue. Thordin is, is furious because he just threw a vial of holy water that did not seem to harm this horrible, seemingly undead creature. Not far behind him, the fox moon's shadow is pinned to the ground with these icy black tentacles. Further towards the right, very close to the fern lady who's coming out of the foliage, would be Nynx and Galliot and Leilathia. Far ahead of them, behind the spooky tree with burnt-out lightning damage, is the spectral figure. Thordon? It is your turn. So, Thordin is going to move as close as he can to the spectral figure. And then he is going to rub his hands together and cast Sacred Flame. The target must uh, succeed on a uh, dex dex saving throw, which is uh, 14. The spectral figure is shrouded in your flame. How much damage does it do? That will be 1d8. That is 3 damage. (laughs) 3 radiant damage. Alright, he's slightly scorched by that holy flame. The next up is Shrimp Stomp. From my position, do I have line of sight? I believe that the, the tree is so big... Its trunk is very wide. I think he's out of your line of sight. Okay. But it wouldn't take much movement to get in his line of sight. Okay. I so think. Let's move over. So I'm going to use my longbow. That is a 24 to hit. That hits. That is going to be 8 damage. He now has another arrow sticking out of his evil rib cage, And he is looking uh, worse for wear. He's hovering a little bit less high off the ground now. We've almost got him, Shrimp Stump. <laughs> yes! I am so good with this ball! 
Teach me your ways, shrimp stone. <laughs> you pull it, you look at the guy, and you let go. <laughs> <laughs> what have I been doing this whole time? Missing. <laughs> he grits his teeth and snarls, some of the thick purple blood coming out from between his teeth. He fades back into the statue and reappears out of the statue very close to Shrimp Stomp and Galliot. Oh, fun. Right next to Shrimp Stomp. <laughs> oh, shit! <laughs> he looks down at you furious with your two arrows sticking out of him. He raises his eel arms aloft and jabs them both down, way down, at your direction. These gnashing teeth are coming right for you to bite you. Gross! <laughs> Shrimp Stomp, as he emerges from the statue, you feel something around your chest begin to feel very warm. Not hot enough to burn you, but very warm. And it's the crystal around your neck that you received from Umira. Okay. And when he jabbed at you with these eel tentacle arms, um, you had a burst of adrenaline, and but you weren't afraid. You felt somehow protected by Umira. As the teeth are coming right for you, a spell called Umira's Protection suddenly just bursts forth from the crystals. Very hard. Could you describe that for us? Umira's Protection. Well, this is a reflavored spell. So a protective magical force surrounds me, uh, manifesting as... A radiance, like a pink radiance. It covers me and all of my gear, and I gain five temporary hit points. And if a creature hits me with a melee attack, while I have the temporary hit points, they take five radiant damage. So so you now have this pink glow around you? Yeah, yeah. me, all my gear, everything has a slight pink glow to it. What's your armor class? That will be 16. As he's about to bite you with these eel tentacles, as you begin to glow with that pink radiance, he recoils a little bit, as if it um, repulses him. That concludes his turn. Thornton, I'm not sure if you're going to get the killing blow on this one. It depends, no! on, what, it depends on what the others do. Don't you take this from me. <laughs> you can't have all of them. Okay, so that's a good point. <laughs> yes, I can! You can't have all the kill. Galliot. You just saw that happen. Mm -hmm. I want to get right up behind him. And I, since I'm the tallest, I want to try and stab him, like, either in the back of his torso or his neck. All right. You could definitely get the... You're tall, though, aren't you? Mm -hmm. Yes. You could, I'm the tallest yeah. one so far. You could definitely hit areas like that on him, because he's, uh, he's sunk closer to the ground now. D21st. Mm, yeah. Figure out if it hits. Advantage. Oh, and you get two. Yep. Yeah. Can roll it twice. It's a 12. And a 20. Nat 20. You a net. <laughs> yeah. Okay. It's the first attack Galliot's ever had. Okay. And he... It's a six. Six damage. It's. Is that with doubling? Mm. Yeah, it's yes. Yeah. Okay. Plus zero, because he has a zero for strength. <laughs> <laughs> Are you stabbing or slashing at him? Uh, just stabbing him. So I'm going to shank him before he can shank me, dude. 
You shank him right in the back of his head. Thornton and Shrimp Stomp, you can see that his purple eyes flicker for a moment. And uh, the black shroud that he's wearing just fades away and disappears. Oh, shit, he's naked. And where his lower torso would be are just is a disgusting, twisting bundle that look like roots of these tentacles wrapped up. He has no legs. And he sinks closer to the ground. And with his free arm, he grabs a hold of the statue to steady himself. And he turns his head all the way around backwards like an owl and hisses at you. I think, just for the pure absurdity, I hiss back. (laughs) Nice. (laughs) Just this fucking teenager hissing back at him. Ninx. I am going to get uh, within 10, just move forward, and then I'm going to cast my mushroom spray again. He fails. How much damage does he take? Uh, Where's my D12? Seven. Describe how you do it. So I just basically throw my hand out, because again, I'm on the ground, or throw my hands out, and all these like little mushrooms with spores and whatever just start pummeling him. As he had turned around, very exorcist-type way, to hiss at Galliot, his face is right there, and it takes the brunt of your mushroom spores. And his face just just begins to blister and peel, and the purple glow in his eye sockets just disappears. And he slumps to the ground and falls into just a pile. And that hiss that he did was the last sound he will ever make. I get fucked, you freak. Hell yeah. <laughs> we did it. Yes. Just the, 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 the pained cries of Thoradin as, <laughs> as he dies. No! I wanted to kill. He collapses to the ground. His disgusting seaweed-looking mutated beard just flops over, and you see his neck. It is covered in deeply branded symbols all the way around his neck. Just like the ones that you have, but it's all of them. Maybe I shouldn't have stabbed him in the back of his neck. <laughs> Ninx, walks, <laughs> now we're missing one. Ninx walks over and just slices that piece of skin off of him. <laughs> Ninx goes to town just skinning that neck. Yes. It's just She just cuts his head off and mm-hmm. the neck it's, from the body. It's oh. nasty. When you cut that skin skin off, underneath the skin, a little glow of that symbol remains. Like it's just permanently etched into his being. Oh, I thought you were going to say there was a bunch of worms. <laughs> Ew. I bet he's full of... I a bet he's got a lot of worms in uh, him, magnet, A little maggot thing. I'm pretty sure some of his quote-unquote organs inside of him have some worms in There's them. just worms. It's all, there's no organs, only worms. So Thornton, he's going to march over, and he's just going to smash this guy's head. Make sure he just can't handle it. He has to make sure this thing is dead. And I cover, sure I cover him with day. extra mushrooms just to make sure that <laughs> poison. But the earth has taken him. <laughs> you you crush his head and ensure that he is he is completely dead. He's not going to come back. Um, has Moonshadow been freed? 
Oh, crap. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Probably, I'm sure Lelathia went, right? You went and freed him. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Despite leaving him. And those tentacles have (laughs) faded away by now. Um, What about uh, Delsonora in the grave? There's still a grave right there. Do we know if she's, like, do we need to, like, dig it up or... That's up to you. Look, man, I'm sure we've got enough gold for a revive spell. <laughs> Somewhere. I, I think she died a little longer than uh, one minute ago. Oh, well, we'll just well, get a necromancer. The the fern lady. No, you won't. <laughs> <laughs> I walk over. Still healing, just too late. Too. She looks incredible. Her, her facial expression is that of extreme gratefulness. And you see that her burnt hand reforms in a tangle of vines and little blossoms all over it healing her um i kind of ask her for guidance about what to do about delsonor if we should unearth her or if we should or if or if i should do some sort of something to honor her because you know although her hand and arm seem to have regrown and heals she pushes her hair aside to reveal there's still a little burnt heart in her chest that that's slightly fizzling. She puts her hands together and look has a pleading expression. And you get the impression that whatever's in Delsonora's grave shouldn't be in this graveyard. It needs to come out. Okay, so then I I walk back over after having the conversation or meditation or whatever. Communion. I like the word communion. The, after having the communion. With with Wielda, I can't speak today. Uh, I walk over to the group and I ask them to come join me at the grave. And then that's when I tell them that whatever is in here doesn't need to be in here. We need to unearth it. And that's what Shrimp Stomp's dream was about. Are you going to start digging? I don't know. If <laughs> Just because I, it doesn't belong here doesn't mean I really want to unearth it. Shrimp Stomp, you did have a dream that you were buried alive. Oh, true. He's going to slowly start walking towards Ninx, but he's starting to realize that he's glowing. So he's like, um, guys, everything's pink. I don't think that's healthy. (laughs) And, uh, I don't stink. (laughs) What? No way. Never mind, I think it's a good opinion. <laughs> Shrimp Stomp is suddenly an anime girl from a dating sim. <laughs> awesome. So he's going to slowly wander his way up next to Ninx, because he's definitely connected to the feeling of being buried, so he's interested. But he's he's f- far more confused, I, I guess would be the right emotion at the moment, as to... The fact that he's fucking glowing. Um, Mr. Shrimp Stump? Yes, Mr. Mushroom? Looks down my shirt. (laughs) (laughs) Um, whatever's in this grave doesn't belong in the ground right here. (laughs) But I don't know if we should unearth it. Well, what did the fern lady say? That it doesn't belong in the ground here? Oh. But if we take it out of the ground, she'll be happy? 
I think so, but I don't know if it would be good for us. Oh, well, happiness is the best way to go, so let's start digging. He immediately just starts. If if you're going to dig up the the poor woman, then I'll have no part of it. And Thoradin's just going to wander away. All right, does does anyone else help Shrimpstong? All right. Since he said he'll do it, I just kind of start. Reluctantly. Lilothi is smoking some sky thistle, wondering what <laughs> the two little people are doing <laughs> is going on. Um, it's always the short ones. But I guess since my traveling companions haven't steered me wrong, kind of. Thordin. Unleaving. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'll, I'll go and help as well. Considering I have only been steered wrong by my travel companions. <laughs> I'm not oh. gonna help. <laughs> Harsh. Y'all are grave robbing. Are I you think gonna I'm go gonna... with Thornton? Yeah, I'm going with Thornton, dude. Desecrating a grave. It's disrespectful. Ninx, what are you doing? I'm helping. You're helping. Yeah. I'm gonna go back to being a lookout. <laughs> you said Leilathi is helping, right? Yes. Okay. Um, y'all are digging and digging and digging. Shrimp Stomp, you feel uh, energized by whatever is going on with you, and that crystal around your neck is, is almost pulsating. And it really, like, fills you with adrenaline and purpose. So it almost feel like when I was being held by you, Myra? Something like that? It's a, it's a strange mixture of, of the joy that you felt being held by her counteracted by the disappointment and sadness you felt when she died right after you saving her. Delsonora um, dying. Delsonora oh. dying. And uh, somewhere in between those two things is hope. Okay. And it's energizing you. As you're digging and digging and digging, you all notice that when you get far down far enough that uh, something moves under the dirt. Oh my gosh! Uh, It's—I don't want to touch it no more. (laughs) It's moving. Is it something small enough that we could just like try to pick it up, or do we need to keep uncovering whatever it is that's moving? As you're contemplating that, the earth is moved aside, and several fingertips come out of it, and they're moving. Fingertips that are bloody and without nails. Thornton. Clawing at the dirt. (laughs) What? It's moving, sir. Uh, uh, What's moving? It could be a monster. We might need your help. Get over here. There's there's something moving in the grave. I told you not to touch the grave. (laughs) Too late. We done did. Just slowly walking back. (laughs) Annoyed as ever. Annoyed. Uh, Annoyed dwarf noises. uh, (laughs) Perception check. See if anybody's coming. Like, uh... Outside, outside yeah. the gate on the street. No, it's still um, dead silent now. Right now. <laughs> after that battle in the graveyard, mm-hmm. you don't see anyone. Sketchy. It's too quiet. It's if late. you remember when you when night. you got to this area, it was a pretty lonely street. Mm-hmm. There wasn't any homes nearby. There's other buildings. In the grave. But they don't seem to be <laughs> <home. laughs> 
I'm gonna have to get in the grave to smash it. <laughs> Wait, <laughs> we, don't need, we don't need to smash it. Okay, these fingers are wiggling. What do you, what do, you do? I'm preparing a... Um, I'm gonna prepare to use a... a I forgot the name of the spell. <laughs> Just stomp on him. Stomp on the fingers. I'm going to use my stomping spill. Um, <laughs> shrimp stomp. With one hand, he's going to have grab one of his little knives that he has off to the side. But also, other hand, he's going to grab that hand and pull. Um, oh, yes, yes. Pull so I can use a uh, secret flame. <laughs> <laughs> when, when, you, when you grab it, it... Uh, it suddenly grabs back and it holds your hand, <laughs> and uh, you don't feel scared. Okay, I'm scared. Um, <laughs> I've got a sacred flame like ready. It's like you can pull on it, but there's a lot of earth still there, locking this person down in the ground. I'm still digging because even though it's moving, it's not showing signs of wanting to harm us. You keep yeah. digging, and another hand comes out of the soil, kind of grasping. Could I do a perception or religion check? What are you looking for specifically? Whether it's going to do us harm. So tell me this. Uh, the cycle of life and death is really important to mm-hmm. things. How familiar are you with undead? Pretty familiar. Okay. Um, That's why I said could I possibly do like a religion? Do you grab the other hand like Shrimp Stomp did? Yes. The way it's, it's grabbing your hand and squeezing, something about it seems human. Okay, because I, w- I was under the assumption just from what Shrimp Stomp said and what my little communion with Wilda, I can't say it today. Wilda. Wilda, that um, it didn't mean to do us any harm. That it was kind of, it's a desperate soul. Or a desperate being. That's absolutely the vibe you get. And that it it's needing help, kind of like us, but I don't know that we're in that because of us being Mark. Okay. Leilathia, how, how do you feel about these grasping hands in a grave? Um, I'm most definitely freaked out. Um, I have never really seen anything like this before, so I'm just going to stand back and... Do you stop digging and yeah, stand back? Yeah. Uh, I guess I have my my little dagger ready, but other than that, I'm. So y'all y'all keep pulling. Mm-hmm. After the the comfort feeling that Shrimp Stomp encountered after grabbing the hand, he lets go of his knife and he's using his other hand to start brushing away the dirt closer to where he would assume like a head would be. Yeah, and I'm helping. You uncover where the head would be, uh, a burial shroud that is torn open near the mouth, and it's just covered in dirt. And it's moving its mouth filled with soil, and it's it's struggling. And it seems like the the arms have torn out of the the burial shroud and have been digging at the dirt for some time. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> um. I I keep digging, shrimpy. Keep digging out out the head, and I I guess I take some water and I kind of rinse her mouth out. Okay. Do you flip her over to get that mm-hmm. soil out of her mouth? Yes. She's kind of reaching for her throat now, as if as if choking. Um, first thing you clearly see is, as you recall, they cut a big piece of her skin off to yes, get that mark. 
Yeah. So under under the chin, the collarbone, way off to the side, all the neck just missing, and it's just this kind of purple exposed muscle. And uh, face is covered. You can tell it's her, but face is covered in dirt. You can't see the features really well. But eventually, spits out the dirt. You help clean it out, and it begins to to cough. And then uh, suck in a big breath of air, kind of wheezing. She's alive, guys! Not for long. (laughs) (laughs) Don't hold on, Mr. Thornton! She means means us no harm. She's an undead. But she's not dead. (laughs) Do you you want to check, Nynx? What? A pulse? Yes, I'll check. She she is. She's alive. A medicine check. God, I, oh. I know I have really good medicine, too. I know. Three plus five is you an eight. people that keep wandering off? <laughs> mm-hmm. I have an eight. No, I meant... For medicine. Okay. You check for a pulse, and you don't you don't feel one. But if you put your hand on her uh, on her chest, you hear that a... You feel that a heart eventually beats. But only once every few moments. Not fast, like a human heart. It's like a vampire. She's... Not, not dead. I'll be the judge of that. Um, Thornton's just gonna like jump into the hole. She, <laughs> she does have an heartbeat somewhat. And I am going to uh, roll a medicine check. And if I don't feel a pulse, I'll bash her face in. No. Real, real quick. No. <laughs> real no. Quick. That is a dirty twenty. There is a pulse, but it's very, it's very slow. But you know, you would know that an undead would have zero pulse. It's a very slow down heartbeat. Maybe she's still recovering. I, I, I think we need to take her to, to, to Zen. So Thoradin is going to throw his, uh, warhammer, like, up out of the grave. And he is going to grab her by the shoulders and start. Pulling, pulling her out, her out of the dirt. Her legs are all were all tangled up in the shroud. Um, yeah, Thornton's not being gentle. <laughs> I, I mean, I <laughs> uh, you get her out of the grave. Uh, she's naked under the shroud, covered <clears> in <throat> dirt. <laughs> and she finally wheezes. I think there's something wrong with me. <laughs> Um, yes, yes, um... You're naked. (laughs) Yes, you've been through a lot. I don't think that's what's wrong. (laughs) Oh, okay. (laughs) Is uh, enough of her shroud moved away that we can confirm that it is Delsonora? It's kind of slipped away now. and It is, uh, you'd have to brush some of the dirt off of her face, but... You only saw her for a brief time in the forest, but it's her. Yeah, Shrimp Stomp would would, would remember because he was right on top of her trying to pull that. That's true. You'd have that memory right, burned it's into etched your head. into his brain. It's her, and this with all that skin missing, the mark is still there and glowing, slightly glowing purple. It's not like a flashlight, but it's a, a purple glow where her symbol is. So Thornton, he's going to like pull his pack off, open it up, and, like, kind of 
go through the contents of it and pulls out uh, some of his own personal clothes. I, I, I don't know if uh, um, these will fit you, but uh, here you go. Okay. You'll you'll need to dress her because she seems to not have a lot of control over her. I'm not trouble enough. Right I'm not well, enough. I go and help her. And I go and help. And also, Leilathe gives her some of the healing berries that she has. <laughs> She's like, <laughs> full of dirt. Um, if you put them in her mouth, she kind of closes her mouth and they disappear. <laughs> yeah. That's what I'll do. <laughs> and I give her more of my water to help. Her eyes kind of roll in her head, but very slowly. And uh, her skin looks very pale, very drawn and tight. It has some discoloration on it, just like someone who's been dead a couple days. And uh, in the sclera of her eyes, the whites of her eyes have kind of a pale purple hue to them. And she looks around and looks at you, but it's very slow movements, and it's it's kind of creepy. Somewhere in between a dead body and a living person. Well, in Thoradin's mind, he's going to make the connection to, like, like seeing this kind of like dull purplish glow in her eyes, to the creature we just fought who also had a purple glow in its eyes. A, more, a much more brilliant. Mm. It, it looked, he had no eyes in his sockets as if those lights had burned away the eyes long ago. So he was like bright, bright purple, and this is like... Very pale. Very pale. And he is going to pick up his warhammer again. <laughs> Wait a second. I I don't mean to alarm anyone. Wait, so he had uh the dude we just killed had like all of our marks around mm-hmm. his neck. He had marks around his neck and purple eyes. Mm-hmm. But like bright purple. Yeah. And she could have died. And now, um, since she has the mark, her eyes are turning purple. Mm-hmm. Uh, slightly. Slightly. So she's not completely taken over by whatever it is yet. Guys, we're the fighting ex- ourselves. The exposed muscle um, is kind of purplish, too. I don't mean to alarm anyone, but uh, we may want to step away from her. Um... Actually, I I think we need to get her to Zen. Yeah. And and let him immobilize her? For lack of a better word. You want us to carry this zombie woman creature? Um she's not a zombie. No, I, all I think, the way back across town. I, I think what <laughs> if 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 that would draw too much attention, maybe there's a wagon nearby? We steal a wagon and some horse? Oh, now you want to commit <laughs> crimes. We'll leave an IOU. As you say that, you notice that she's looking around the cemetery and sees the marker with her name on it. Where am I? You were buried in a grave. On somebody's property that loved you very much. My master, Bartle. Yes. She looks around at all of you and her eyes fix mostly on Shrimp Stomp. 
Pink glowy boy. <laughs> that and and that was close to her last memory. The anime goblin. <laughs> <laughs> she kind of touches her throat area. I don't feel right. We are. We got the necklace off of you, but it looked like you died afterwards. She starts to struggle to her feet. Am I still holding her hand? You can if you want to. I'll help her up. Dora's going to take like a wary step back and like (laughs) just kind of ready as hammer. As long as I have this feeling about me, I'm, I'm, I'm staying calm. You're feeling a strange... Maybe you only thought you failed to save her. Yeah, the, the hope is starting to come back. Something's definitely wrong, but that feeling of being a failure is is fading. And and I and I point to yeah, I'm done trying to say her name. <laughs> the fern lady. The fern, the fern lady. The fern lady, and say she she pointed us to help unearth you, the grass gal. The. Uh, the weed lady. Wielda disappears into the foliage where she was, and after a moment reappears in the branches of the big tree and kind of lowers herself down, her long leafy hair kind of falling down, and she she looks mournful and worried. She looks worried and kind of rips her hands together. She's quite worried about you. I think she's worried of you. <laughs> oh, I, I think we're doing good helping. Delsonora is just staring down into the grave it, it, with disbelief, kind of. Do Do you happen to know what they did with your piece of the your skin of your ne- <laughs> of the necklace? So. No. no, we don't have hers. It. Her piece was taken by the oh, yeah. that yeah, leader of the city. And I was seeing if guard. maybe she had a sense of where it was located because it's essentially she connected to it. Mm-hmm. I knew we had it at some point, but I also knew we gave it away to someone. She furrows her brow a bit and looks at y'all and looks at Galliot. The last thing I remember. You carrying me. I don't know what's going on. I don't know what's going on either. So has she been dead this whole time and she's just alive now? I don't know. Well, I, I think what's going on is, um, you died. She's tethered between two worlds. And, um, you came back and now you're turning into one of those. <laughs> I just, like, point to the, uh, the body of the, uh, she's thing the, we just The bought. pile of ash. She's, she's tethered between two worlds. She sees that corpse, and her eyebrows slowly raise, and her mouth opens, and she looks horrified. Yeah, dude, you do not want a penis arm. (laughs) (laughs) Trust us. This shit rips in half and turns into two. It's not nice. Noodle balls everywhere. (laughs) The chaos of players. (laughs) Does this mean we need to get one more pearl? We were already going to get one for her anyways. Gotcha. We had already had the plan you, of getting... You could, despite not having the actual object to identify. That's up to y'all. That is still 
you don't really know where it is, but the, the city guy took it and he said he was going to take it to authorities. Uh, the the pearls you're seeking are specifically for your middle fragment of the collar to be. It's a physical object that he can identify to hopefully find out something. But I had already planned on getting one for her. On her neck, does she have all of the symbols or just the one? Just to- the one. Okay. Like so it's not like the other guy who had all of the symbols. He had yeah. all of the symbols. Okay. Okay, well, I think we need to just go back to Zen. Agreed. No. Take me to my master. Bartold isn't far from here. There. We could She rest. points north. Do you remember on the little map that you copied? Mm-hmm. Um, they own two plots of land. This one and one of just a few blocks. A couple blocks further north. And why do we need to go to Master Bartold? He'll sort all of this out. I don't think he'll be happy that we stole you out of your grave. Actually, I think he might be happy because I think he thought she was dead. He's a powerful wizard. He he can fix all of this. I'm sure. Well, I uh, I feel I suppose that's a far better plan than traipsing across the city with a uh, half-dead woman. It is closer. But, um, and he you know, looks at, um, Delsonora. If you make one wrong move, I will kill you. What? What did I do? Like I said, I believe you're turning into one of those. Um, I don't think she can fully turn into one of those because she doesn't have all of the symbols. What are you? What do you mean about symbols? I, I stretch out the, the full skin of the creature. You have that? Yes. <laughs> he has her skin. If we roll Jim Let's just put together, this back. We'll <laughs> Staple it on. <laughs> she kind of, her expressions all happen very slowly. Like her reaction time is very poor. She looks kind of shocked and freaked out. You might realize she she can't she doesn't she may not know that she has a mark she can't see it. Um, Shrimp Stomp pulls his collar down and shows his mark. So we all have a mark from the necklace that was on you, and you have only one of the symbols that was on you. We all we're all branded for some reason. That isn't. That's what we've been told. Multiple times. <laughs> By almost anybody we've talked to. Please take me to Bartol. Okay. Okay. Alright. I, I keep holding her hand as we walk. Okay. This is a connection to me actually finally being successful. I'm not letting her go easily. I touch the ground and I make some sort of rock cane for her. Oh, brilliant. Okay. So that it can help steady herself. Brilliant. Um, you can tell it, at the moment she definitely needs your assistance to properly walk. As you're moving away, um, you hear sort of a whispery owl hoot sound. And Ninx, on, on your way out, 
Leolda appear reappears out of the grass. And she holds her hand out and opens it. There's some tiny, teeny, tiny object in the palm of her hand. And you just feel this extreme thankfulness from her. Can I run up and try to get them? Mm-hmm. Okay, I run up to her and I grasp for the objects. It's a tiny, It's well, to you it's not tiny, it's a ring fit for a human mm-hmm. with a big pearl on it and six little smaller gems around it. And it's got a lot of dirt on it. And she, with her other arm, points to one of the statues. And you get the impression it was given to you by whoever is buried there. I bend down, create another mushroom, and I hand it to her. And say, thank you. It absorbs into her hand, and it sprouts out behind her ear. Oh. And I take the ring, and I get a piece of twine, and I make it as like a necklace. Okay. She smiles cheerfully and just descends into the ground and disappears. We old as a grave robber. <laughs> I, I walk up, and I'm almost in tears as we all leave. Thornton is going to take up position behind Del Sonora. <laughs> In One easy, wrong move. In, in an easy Warhammer uh, smashing range. Okay. And y'all stagger out into the night. And I I pay my respects to everybody in the grave in their graves just by not necessarily making a big old heap of mushrooms, but I don't do it at each of their graves, but I do it like in the middle of everything. Actually no, I'm gonna do it under the tree. Okay, that's appropriate. You now have Viviana Bartold's wedding ring, the pearl at the center of which is easily valuable enough to work for one of your spells. Come on, Ninx, we have to go. <laughs> well, I, after I did that, I followed y'all out. Sorry. Shrimp oh, Stomp's just continuously looking at parts of him. He can see just looking at the glowingness of himself and also kind of only slightly remorsefully sniffing himself. <laughs> I, I tell him he looks like a rose-colored gemstone. Aww. Aww. It's a good change. I don't feel like uh, uh, gagging every few minutes. I've lost a little bit of my pride, but I feel better. It's called being clean. <laughs> Galliot, you have just seen a walking, almost mostly dead woman emerge from the grave wearing a dwarf's Backup clothing. <laughs> I think he's given up on contemplating what the actual heck is happening here. And he started writing down, like, in, like, a partial diary, I guess. Like, how whack he thinks everything that's happening is. <laughs> Today I participated in killing three people. <laughs> and grave robbery. And grave robbery. <laughs> Today I'm I stabbed seven. someone for the first time. You said Viviana? <laughs> I feel Viviana like Bartold. The last. <laughs> Bartold is, is spelled B-A-R-T-O-H-L-D. My adventuring party then immediately skinned him, <laughs> so I'm mildly concerned. <laughs> hey, Lothia, how do you feel about all this? It's most definitely a crazy experience, but I feel more comfortable learning that there's worse stuff about our tattoos. It just kind of all falls into itself. Are you perhaps wondering that if you die, 
you won't actually die. You'll you'll come back just like this. I'll be able to smoke sky thistle for eternity. Wouldn't that be terrible? <laughs> <laughs> Either that or uh, the the party uh, TPKs, and we all like become like an amalgamation. Oh so all God, this, all the like, symbols yeah, in like the tree. It might take a few days, so you'd probably all be buried. Yeah, separately. And, and, and then like we're gonna like coalesce into a single being and become like. An even bigger, and then y'all will all be able to experience my sky. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, no. but what if no but one's we there will to all do you? Have penis arms. <laughs> oh no! <laughs> so how many of us? Like seven? Oh man! I just, I just hope that my it beard doesn't turns become into fourteen. <laughs> I guess that would make you strong enough to unbury uh, six yourself. Six people. Mm-hmm. That's two penis arms per person. <laughs> That's six people. It's a lot of penis. Okay, y'all. <laughs> Mesa to and smacked me. <laughs> <laughs> so over the past over the past three episodes, you have done quite a bit. You did a kindness for the innkeeper of the desert cloud. You checked up on his friend. Y'all were able to calm Thoradin's rage and prevent him from going across town and getting in a huge fight. You defeated this disgusting mutant creature in the cemetery. You helped a nature goddess who watches over the cemetery unburied this woman who is apparently not dead and would have been trapped in the grave forever had you not done so. And you also acquired a pearl, which which you need several of. Y'all have accomplished quite a bit. So you each get 170 experience points. Nice. Which should put you all the second level. 300 is what you need to get to level 2. And we will... End it there and pick up next time. Goodbye. Goodbye, everyone. Bye. Follow us on Twitter at Goblin House ST. And you can also follow us on TikTok at Goblin House Studios. And also on Facebook at Goblin House Studios. All right, everyone. Thank you for listening. Take care. Bye. See you next time. Bye. Bye-bye.